Hey, what's up everybody? This is Stephen Glenn, the creative director here at On Target Living. And I'm really excited to introduce this episode about getting fit. And get fit means a lot of different things, but Chris and Matt are gonna walk us through that. And there's tons of gold nuggets here for you to extract. Well, when people are fit, when I look at that all-encompassing thing, mental and physical are not independent. They're together. All right, now into some housekeeping items. So we've got the 21 day eat challenge coming up. On August 26th, we're kicking it off with a webinar. And the 21 day eat challenge webinar will kind of go over what to expect and uh, what you'll get out of it. All right, the last thing, we've got a new book coming out this year, Chris Johnson's Rest, Eat, Move. This thing's gonna be incredible. This is the holy grail of health knowledge. So keep an eye out for that. And without further ado, here is the Get Fit Podcast with Chris Johnson and Matt Johnson. One of the things that I believe about fitness is it's, we tend to think about it as exercise, running, lifting, looking good, your fitness level. But I think it's bigger than that. I think it's about um, taking care of yourself and optimizing who you are. So that's what we're gonna get in today. And the goal is to motivate, give you guys a couple pieces of advice and uh, really, change the mindset that we need to wait until the uh, new year to refocus our fitness levels. So today, let's, let's kind of start with uh, what is fitness? And so what do you, when you hear the word fitness, what do you think of fitness? Well, the question I have for you is like, so why did we, why did you decide this topic? Let's go back to the very beginning. So obviously you were the one that came up with the thought like, okay, let's do one on fitness because you know are you fit what is fitness whatever but what was your thoughts pushing this I a lot of emails and coaching and even internally I would hear people say you know I don't feel very good I've gained the COVID-15 I'm not exercising not moving and just seemed like over the last 18 months people weren't fit and didn't feel good they were lousy they were foggy and then they went to go do something and they're like aches and pains. And so I just, I thought the topic usually waits until the new year or when it's cold out. Right. It's not the middle of yeah. summer when we, we're really not gonna change our bikini body in July. But I think this is an abnormal time where it's it's time to focus on yeah, getting Yeah, you wanna fit. kick in the rear end and get going. And, and yeah, I mean, waiting. including myself, you know, three kids and juggling yeah. and um, virtually, uh, I'm right. not as fit as I think I, should be and uh, I'm pretty fit and so I think it's a it's a wide range of people but I he- keep hearing I'm not fit and then today you were mentioning that you were running and you're trying to come up well what what is what is fitness or what, yeah, I was, what levels I was running and I was running at a rate that um, I always run at and it's a rate that actually is fairly challenging so I can only go a certain distance mm-hmm. Um, I probably should run a little slower and a little longer, and sometimes I run a little faster and a little shorter. But, but you're running, but you're running at a good clip. I mean, you're running what? Yeah, and it. But I'm not in the shape that I should be, or could be, or could be. I'm in fine shape. Mm-hmm. But it hit fine me. Fine shape for what? Exactly for what? For that's, me. That's yeah, the conversation so, today. So that's the conversation. But it hit me like, what should your fitness level be? And that's a tough conversation because when you think about fitness, it's whether it's your occupation or sport or your activities you do, are you fit enough to do those? And if you are, 
it's easy to be comfortable. But I think the message is, I think we're capable of so much more if we keep an eye on fitness on a 365 day uh, a year kind of outlook versus I'm, yeah, do, you, I'm doing it because I have to. Yeah. Well, and I think too, like for me personally, you were saying, okay, so we'll get into the definitions, but if you just look at big picture things, so a lot of people have an idea what their body weight is and their body weight should be a certain level 24-7. I always tell my clients, let's try to get a window of five pounds, give or take each direction. Once that level gets, you know, I'm get, you know, the holidays are here, you overdo it, whatever, and I'm hitting the scale every so often and I realize, wow, I need to get busy. I don't think we do that with fitness per se. We don't, don't realize it until we try to do something that's maybe not in our wheelhouse. Or we slowly move away from things that are, used to be in our wheelhouse, but they're not anymore. And you try to do that and you can't do it anymore. And now you realize, like you're saying to running today, I probably could be more fit. I could be faster, probably could go farther. The list goes on. So I think that's what wakes people up sometimes is because they're not even using anything to measure their fitness level. And they've never even been aware maybe their fitness level could be get better or maybe it's not it's falling down where it, maybe it could be. I just, yeah, I feel like it's, it's easy to say I'll do it later. You know, well, 82% of the population doesn't work out so, or move their body regularly, so. Yeah, and so the hope, the hope and the positivity that I really wanted to come at today is I just think we are capable of more, deserve more, but it's become easy to kind of get into a certain routine and prioritize something else. Like, why would you ever have to run um, an eight-minute mile to survive in, in life. Most people don't have to, but you should probably, for many people, you probably should be able to if you wanted to. Well, you... you so or you could. I mean, that's but one example. But most people, you know, if you think about marathon running or a triathlon or whatever, most people do the first triathlon or marathon after they've hit 40. Why is that? You got to go, well, why? Well, because I want to try it and I want to... I want to kind of throw something it in my bucket train, list. Yeah, train something for. to train for. So I always like to train for something. So if I'm going to go hiking in the Grand Canyon or I'm going to go skiing or whatever I'm going to do, get in a bodybuilding contest or whatever, play better golf, I want to train, train for something, right. And if you don't have something to train for, it's easy to say I'll do it later. And that's what's motivating sometimes. If you put a carrot out there and you're like, okay, hmm. That, and then again, it could be a small carrot that you're doing over time, and that's our point today. We're not trying to feel like you need to run a marathon or anything, but fitness has is elusive, just like it is in, in life, that if you're not doing it consistently, you slowly lose it. And the goal is if you do it consistently, then you can slowly improve it. And that's really our message today is like, let's start waking up a little bit more about your fitness, and then how do we go about improving that? So fitness is, you could define it many different ways. I tend to think about it as Cardio, muscular skeletal, the body, um, your body comp, weight, you know, body fat, and flexibility. And then I do think there's a mental fitness component. So those are the five areas, cardio, muscular skeletal, body comp, flexibility, and mental. So yeah. it's big. It's, it's it, not just weight. Yeah, and it's, it's, fitness is a lot of things. As you said, it's mental fitness. It's, you know, the energy component. A sidebar, all this stuff is your health. When people get more fit, they're healthier. You know, so it all goes together. Here's an interesting stat: uh, 
we've all heard the COVID-15 joke. You know, we've gained the 15 pounds over COVID. Then it was COVID-19 uh, weight, 19 pounds. But the, the research came in and folks that reported excess weight gain, the average is 29 pounds. So it wasn't COVID-15, it wasn't COVID-19, it was COVID-29. That's a lot. It's a lot. Uh, Fitbit did a study of their 30 million users and there's a 15% reduction in the United States in steps, close to 30% in Europe. And so it's a pandemic inside a pandemic of lack of activity, loss of fitness. And I think a lot of people are ready. You know, we talk about that. Are, are people ready? I think people are ready. They're looking around. Things are a little tighter. They don't feel as good. They can't do some things that the, maybe they uh, wanted to do or could do. But I do think there's a hesitation to say, well, let me just wait for when it's normally that time, like the, the new year. So, I mean, what do you think when you hear some of those stats? Well, it, it, the, the more you dig yourself a hole, the bigger shovel you're gonna have to have. And so we see this every day, whether it's their health or their fitness or whatever, they just keep postponing it. And then, as I mentioned before, it's the ducks on the frozen pond. The ducks would rather stay, stay in the pond than flying south for the winter. And then the next thing you know, the, the pond freezes. And so people's world That's starts to shrink, <laughs> right? Sounds depressing. The ducks it's very depressing. The ducks get their feet frozen in the pond. but. It's no different than I quit climbing the stairs and I quit doing this and I quit doing this and I quit doing this and the next thing you know, there's a, you just keep shrinking. Yeah. And I used then, to be able to run. My knees bother me. Yeah, I can't run anymore. I, I'm going to buy a house because I have jump. no stairs and, you know, I'm not going to do this. And, you know, so you just, we all do this, you know, like. I used to play paddle ball. I used to do this and I used to do this and now I don't do it anymore. So the next thing you know, we're not playing as much. Our activities are shrinking. So you really think what happens is people have this box or this circle and it shrinks shrinks the, the box is shrinking mm -hmm. the box is shrinking yeah so at 64 this fall yeah my box is shrinking but one of my goals is that i know there's certain things i my flexibility is the thing i spent a lot of time working on my flexibility my balance how's your flexibility now versus i think my flexibility is pretty good and you know i took a private yoga session the other day with with tony and i you know it's She's like kind of surprised that I can move as good as I can move, but I think I still can move better. And so that's the thing, I think. What, what do you think that difference is? What makes you want to move better? Because we talk about this. The, we get some clients or we get somebody that we don't know, not even a client yet, and you're, we're trying to nudge them. Nudge is probably a good word. Nudge is a good word. To mm -hmm. want a little bit more. Well, I think the other thing too, sometimes you put that vision out there for them and like, hmm, I never thought of that. And then they start seeing, well, uh, uh, that's the hope. Now I, you mean if I do incremental steps? Yeah, progressions along the way? Yeah, then you slowly, you know, like I like to teach people how to do a push-up. And we start with a modified push-up on the floor or a wall, and then eventually go to, and then you see the smile on their face and they're like, oh my gosh, I just did a real push-up. Yeah, you did. But it was starting this along the way, and I think when people start seeing growth and it's incremental, they get fired up. Because, but they don't think they can do it. And then the next thing you know, they see they can do it, so, so but you gotta do it slowly. You believe you can be fitter, or oh, yeah. more flexible, oh, or have no a doubt. bigger container. Yeah, even so though be, that I'm getting older. With, whether or not you get there, it doesn't really matter, right? Well, you're, you know, so, yeah, but it's the pursuit. So the last chapter in my but new you, book. To pursue, you have to believe it's possible. 
Well, yeah, and again, sometimes it's not always going to work the same way you want it to be. But what happens over time, it's in the pursuit what really is all the good stuff. And so it's the journey. It's not climbing the mountain. It's not getting up to the mountain. It's the pursuit of the mountain. Yeah, like I've been, tr- I've been trying to break a five-minute mile for, it seems like, 15 years. I trained pretty hard last year and hurt myself, but not hurt myself. I had an injury and it kind of... Yeah, delayed your... Delayed but I, th- I think I'm more interested in the pursuit of that five-minute mile than I am really... Bre- like when I break it, it will... That's right. So the key is you're going to, you know, you might break that five minute mile this year, but when you're done doing it, it's not in the, it's never me getting up on stage in the bikini. It's always the pursuit to get there. And so it's all the stuff between your ears and all the stuff and it's with you. And that's the beautiful thing about fitness, in my opinion. It has nothing to do with anybody else except for you. And when you start putting yourself in a position to grow, people get excited about that. Whether they're learning a new language or they're writing a book or they're doing something fitness related, it's the growth. And I think that's when people get depressed and they're, they lose hope because they don't think that's possible to grow. And as they start to grow, they're like, man, that's the magic. So over the years, training clients, I would always put things out there to them. Like, hey, you know... Would you like to do this? They're like, oh, I can't do that. Would you like to do that? Yeah, I'd like to do that, but I can't. They would keep... Like, I, yeah, you tell the story about the uh, guy that he didn't really like working out, but he wanted to learn how to play basketball. Ran, you, didn't, you didn't expect that. No, I just asked him, Never 73 years old. Didn't know how to dribble. Didn't know how to dribble. Never touched a basketball in his life. He saw it on TV, watched Michigan State basketball. I loved you know, the Spartans, but he never... And he thought it would be fun. Well, then we put his workout around his basketball. So now you want to get better in basketball. So we, so now you know. So now I'm training for something. So that that's probably one of the keys to the audience watching today is we got to find something that is internally passionate, uh, motivating, um, but also the pursuit and the optimism that you can have greater fitness and. We should we should demand and, and want greater fitness. Well, and I think you're 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 moving in that. That's the path. But enthusiasm about life is something that I think more and more people they 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 they, they that word enthusiasm. I love that word because that's what makes life special. Sometimes is when you have that enthusiasm, and when people are growing, I see their enthusiasm. So when clients would come to see me it's not about the x's and o's and showing them this it was the enthusiasm that i would try to share with them like hmm this could be possible and then they get all fired up and the next thing you know they start believing you know if i eat a little bit better and i sleep a little bit better and i work on my breathing and the next thing you know their health gets better and everything else gets better they feel better they perform better and then their fitness level starts to expand and i think that's the challenge for more people they're not even aware of it that it could be improved and it doesn't have to be, you know, doesn't have to be a, a sweat box to, to get in better shape. Hey, it's Steven again. You're probably listening to this on your favorite streaming service, but did you know you could be watching me right now? You could be watching Chris and Matt right now. Check out the On Target Living app for the video version of the podcast, as well as exclusive courses, content, community, and more. All right, back to the show. So let's just say someone comes, let's just use an, uh, kind of a test case someone came to see us and they are not in the the shape they want to be maybe they want to lose weight Um, where would where would we begin with evaluating kind of what their fitness level because you started with 
what should someone's fitness level be? How do we look at fitness right off the bat? Well, the first thing I'm going to look at is posture and body alignment. So I'm going to wake them up right away that because that'll that'll tell us how much activity are they doing. Yeah. So I'm going to see you do a body weight squat and see if your knee caves in and your hips moving this way or whatever. Or I might do a wall extension to raise their arms overhead and their elbows bent. They're now starting to be aware, like, man, no wonder my shoulder bothers me or no wonder my back bothers me or whatever. It's just that awareness. So that's really where I begin. It's the same thing with their nutrition. They don't even know that they're missing. You know, I'll ask them how much water they drink. They have no idea. Or they don't really know what the resting heart rate is. And so the resting heart rate shows that they're not fit. But they didn't know that. So you're, you're starting with self-awareness by having them maybe go through some motions. Correct. Uh, maybe it's a food log telling them how they're eating just to look at it and say, oh, yeah, that is, that is where I'm currently at. And a thing I like to do in the first session or two is I ask lots of questions to them. So tell me what an omega-3 fat is. Well, if they don't know what an omega-3 fat is, they're not consuming an omega-3 fat probably. Tell me what your resting heart rate is. I have no idea. How many breaths do you take per minute? I have no idea. Can you, can you do uh, a wall extension against the wall? They're like, oh, uh, that, that looks pretty simple. Yeah, it is simple, but can you do it without your head coming apart and your body falling apart? And you can see this. Can you do um, a body weight push-up? You know, we might get into that if that's where they wanted to go. So we'll get into some of that stuff. And then it really creates this awareness like ding, 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 ding. I can't. So, we're, so we're creating self-awareness and we're talking about maybe some movements like a wall extension or a up dog, down dog on the wall. And maybe that's a movement they are not comfortable with. But we also see individuals that come in with extremely high confidence in their fitness level, and our job is to maybe expand that. Correct. And so you might have someone come in that trains this way five, six days a week, looks the part, but maybe missing an element that's kind of limiting them in some other areas. Yeah, like I had a guy that I was training not too long ago, he was very, very fit, very muscular, but he has no mobility. He gets hurt all the time. So he gets hurt in his back and his hamstrings, and he's too young. He's in his early So his container is pretty large in one area, but there's an area where it's very... Super strong and you know powerful looking, whatever, but doesn't have the mobility, flexibility, and he has limitations, which we all do. You know, So you start looking, uncovering. So part of that fitness level is we want to work on mobility, flexibility of the ankles or, or their back. Maybe they can't even get into flexion, extension in their spine. So now we're getting real specific, like... Yeah, no wonder you're having these issues because you don't have that. They don't even know. They're not even aware of that. And that's one of the, I mean, not a side piece. That's why these yoga poses are so beneficial because it shows planes of movement. It right. shows different it's, it's, extension, flexion, twisting, turning, um, which, which most, I would call it most training that we see is tend to be forward. And again, not everybody's going to have to be like, uh, know all these tests and whatever, but what you're doing is just creating an awareness that, where they are and generally when they're coming to see us they want to improve something so again t- for everyone watching uh, the key is is we're you have to create self-awareness and the self-awareness comes from curiosity sometimes it's our right. job to motivate right. and to coach and to pull that curiosity out if you're watching today maybe the curiosity is what are some movements i can do what are some movements i can't do what's my cardiovascular uh you know range can i can I do some steady state aerobic? Do I have any anaerobic? Um, do I have strength? Well, the flexibility yeah, is Yeah, so it's interesting. We were up north um, a couple weekends ago with my siblings, and you know, they, some of them have electronic bikes. And 
And I'm thinking to myself, you know, I'm climbing these hills and I'm, I don't have the electronic bike. And I'm thinking, wow, am I not in, I'm not in that good a shape? And then I realized they got electronic bikes. <laughs> but they were both saying, wow, I'm surprised you kept up with us. I kind of want an electronic bike. <laughs> it's kind of easy. So, so you're realizing over time that even though a lot of it crosses over. So, yeah, I might not be riding a bike all the time, but my fitness level is, again, training specific. I can hang. Yeah, Yeah. you were talking about the Olympics going on, and and you can tell a a sprinter, a swimmer, a gymnast. So what do you say? Training follows function? Form follows function. Walt Reynolds always would talk to me about, you know, if you look at a cheetah, the cheetah looks like it can run fast. If you look at the elephant, you know, the elephant's strong and big, but it can't run fast. So form follows function. So, so when you think of fitness, it's the same thing. If you train a certain way, you will look like you can do that activity. So first step, we got to create self-awareness, the possibilities. I think that is one of the limiting factors. I was running today thinking about everyone that uh, may see this and think, what should your fitness level be? It could be a wide range, but it begins with self-awareness. Mm-hmm. Where are you currently at? Number two is what do they want? Right. How important is that? It's huge because again, you'll dive in and I'll really, you know, at the end, at some point in time, I'm gonna talk about what they want. But then when you start digging deeper, then they want, you know, I'd like to really be able to, you know, we love that commercial where the guy's doing the kettlebell training the senior grandpa so we can put the, you know, the star on the tree. Yeah, you're watching this commercial and you're thinking, what is he training for? He's outside in the snow and and it's, he's he's lifting this kettlebell because he wants to lift his grandchild. He's lifting his grandchild to put the star on the tree. So that really hits everybody. Like that is such a great fitness commercial because now it gets the essence of what, why do I want to be more fit? So I can have a bigger container. And if I didn't have that fit, I couldn't raise my granddaughter up to put the star on the tree which you know that's just a touching moment we all get people that say i don't know what i want well i mean it's a it's so important but yet i think everybody has it deep down but we get caught up into our habits and our limitations and i don't i don't know if i really want to do a push-up or a pull-up and and, I, and we would i mean we would say well, why not but some people but just not everybody but then you what the goal is to di- start digging because you're you're really good at this like Find activities you enjoy. So really think about that. Find activities you enjoy, wow, or play. I mean, I have a chapter in my new book, and you kind of you know, got me thinking about this a long time ago, but people love to play. But as adults, we slowly get away from playing. And so there's nothing better. When you talk about mental health, you're doing a, a presentation today on mental health and anxiety. There's nothing better for the mind to play. So imagine if you had an activity, and then people like, you know, they'll play pickleball or something. It's easy to learn. But then over time, you're like, man, I'd like to, I'd like to be able to move a little bit better. So now you got them to play, and now they find it, something to train for. My fitness level goes up. Yeah, so you have to have something you want. You think about it. Um, might be weight. So we talk COVID-19, COVID-29. Yes, I mean, COVID-29, it yeah. could be It could be weight loss. Um, but the weight loss will happen when you're fitter. It's form follows function. And so, so it works every time. Every time. And everybody's got different body types and different genetics. And maybe someone can be leaner or someone can be a little more body fat. But if you are fit, the weight will follow it. 
Yeah, so again, imagine if you're saying, I'm going to get on that step mill and grind it out every day to move my hand. You hate it. You hate it. That's not going to... The gauntlet. That's not going to make you more fit. It's probably going to make you more stressed and make you more unfit. So the point of it is, as you try on activities and you like moving your body, your fitness level starts improving, your energy improves, your mental health improves, everything starts to improve. But when people are fit, when I look at that all-encompassing thing... Again, mental and physical are not are not uh, independent. They're together, and so when a, you get a healthy, vibrant, gratitude, curious mind, and you put that with this over here, that's the home run here. So to me, when I'm falling apart, is because I'm not taking care of my. There's some know, imbalances. My, so some imbalances. I'm not taking care of that, and that's really a, a big priority for me because when I feel more fit, I feel you know. Uh, more energy and everything else that goes with it. So we're creating self-awareness. We ask and you're thinking about what do you want, trying to find that emotional connection with the why, kind of like the uh, guy doing the kettlebell with yep. the daughter up, and the star. The up. That takes a little bit of time. That there, You got to think about that. I mean, for me, I have many, many whys. Like, why would I ever want to break a five-minute mile? You why gotta, do you? You got to find it because it... Well, it it's the pursuit That's that right. gets me to train. It's not. It's not. So that it's I, hard. And everything else lines up. Yeah. For me, that's one mode that allows me to line up. Because hey, you're saying, well, what, what what is possible? And not everybody's interested in that, but at certain levels. But why do people climb Mount Kilimanjaro? Why do they grant, walk in the Grand Canyon? Or why do they? What do they do? Why do they do anything? It's because it's that curiosity. It's that growth mindset. And not everybody has that. But again, they could be smaller versions of that. And then, then now we get into the, I would say the action steps. So, the small steps, the behavior change. What are, what are a couple kind of key things people should look at? Like, what are some small steps to get better shape, to get better? Well, again, the self awareness. Where are you? Where are you starting from? And then I think the, what people try to do is they try to go too fast and there's no progressions and they hurt too much and then they get beat up and they want to do it anymore. But really you want to just say, let's quit analyzing it. I get so many people that get paralyzed. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to analyze this. It's go time. Stop analyzing it. Quit thinking. Just go do it. Just go walk for 10 minutes. Just do these three stretches. Just do go swimming. We went. I went swimming the other day and holy cow. And we took Brady there. and It's tough. It, it, I'm like, oh my gosh. You know, I need to swim more because I realized that, wow, in just a matter of going down and back, because I was kind of inspired by the Olympics and I'm watching these, you know, professional, uh, both men and women, I'm like, wow, that is inspiring. And I start swimming. I'm like, I think I, need, I really woke me up. Like, I probably need to swim a little more. Yeah, I take the kids to the park and you watch these kids up and down and around and into these little slots and they're just moving. Right. They're active. They're just moving. And so then, then you hop on the monkey bars and you think my shoulder's gonna fall out of the socket. And you wonder, well, when did I stop climbing? When did I start stop reaching? When did I st- Well, I had to laugh like in the limit. When you start stop swimming, you know? Yeah. And so we're you know, we're swimming up north and the so I'm swimming more because I don't swim that much and I'm like, okay, I need to swim more. But when I'm watching the Olympics and they're going on the, you know, the the pommel horse or whatever i'm like how do they go from there to there i couldn't even just so it really makes you, you there's all yourself up oh my gosh you know and my arm would just go that way but the point of it is is that you start creating this awareness that you know i'm never going to be there but maybe i'd like to do a couple things i'd like to you know we always tease dawn about hanging from the the bar in there that's the basic stuff <laughs> that people need to do um to allow them to keep that you know 
that that pond bigger and that box not so limited. <clears throat> so, so you we talk about the big three uh, measurements. You talked about it, the resting heart rate. But what are the big three that kind of you're you're wondering today? What's your fitness level? Obviously, we can look at weight. We can look at body composition. We can look at you know how you look and f- feel. But there are some kind of measurements that we can tell you right away. That, you know, you're fit or not fit. So what are the big three? Well, the big, the biggest one is is the how many, what your resting heart rate is. Everybody needs to know that. So if you have a resting heart rate over seventy, you're probably not very fit. And the coolest thing about that, that can change r- relatively fast. So I'd get my clients. The first thing I would you do can is measure it. You can measure it. So I'd get them. I get the resting heart rate, and it'd be seventy four, seventy six. And I put a goal. I'm like, hey, let's get our resting heart rate under 70 because if your resting heart rate's under 70 your stroke volume your contraction of the heart goes up your fitness level's improving it makes it easier to do things so then you can be more efficient so you walk to the mailbox and you're not out of breath anymore if you Light-headed. climb a flight of stairs right so now they're like hmm i kind of like that it's like an easy button for the body so resting heart rate's a, absolutely and if your stress levels are high or overtraining, resting heart rate goes up but it's a great indicator of your over fitness level your stress levels and it's a cool thing because you can see measurement. What goes hand in hand with that is how many breaths you take per minute. So breathing is a practice. And if, as you start using your diaphragm, and you know the nose and the nasal passages, and, and you slow it down, that goes hand in hand with the, the resting heart rate. Now my lungs are more efficient, my heart's more efficient, I'm more fit. And then the last and how many people? Pressure. I mean, how many people that come in, they've seen cardiologists, uh, specialists, physicals, and all this—they've—they've they've had all the tests, and they have no idea what their breaths per minute are. Everybody. <laughs> so there you go. Everybody. So so again. And what does it require? We're not to trying know to throw any of the fitness, you know, or the health professionals under the bus, but we need to take more ownership in our health, and part of that ownership in our health is your fitness level because your resting heart rate does not lie. If your resting heart rate—we were talking about this yesterday. Um, you know, one of my best friends was saying, you know, his resting heart rate's probably in the mid 40s or lower. And then he was talking about this other guy he knew that his resting heart rate was 110, and he didn't realize that that wasn't bad. You know, he didn't realize it. So it's a big range. It's a huge range. So, <laughs> so again, that's that awareness piece. But most, what would that? What does that feel like? A resting heart rate of 110. That means you can't hardly. Do, your range is very, very tiny. So when you looked at, again, getting back to exercise physiology, but if I have a resting heart rate, let's just say, use an example, 50, and my maximum heart rate gets to maybe just say 150, you have a range of 100. So now I have a range. But imagine if your resting heart rate's at 110, at 110, and your max is at 130, you, you, can't, do you can't do anything. So the next thing you know, I quit doing things, and now my fitness level is compromised. So one of the things we used to do years ago is we used to do COPD testing, which is uh, chronic obstructive thing with the lung, and you would put um, uh, a nasal, you put a, and you'd have to breathe through a straw. So you taped a straw, and that's all you could breathe. So you're, and you're you acting close, like you have COPD. You act like you have COPD, and you would do certain activities. And it hit yeah. me like I know, I remember this like yesterday. Yeah, you're going to pass out. I had, we had to walk um, 30, 30 yards and then walk back. Almost everybody was ripping off their. Their yeah. stuff because they nervous, could. You think you're gonna yeah, I, I can't do yeah. it. So then you realize what a seal. See what their limiting 
is for somebody and that has how chronic. They, and how they can become comfortable. Correct. Being they would walk in a position that's 10 so, feet and so they uncomfortable for you. Mm-hmm. You know, and you, you, we experienced that with grandpa because he had COPD. All right, so resting heart rate, breast per minute, and the third one, as, as I mean, everyone kind of knows this as the gold standard uh, resting blood pressure. Yeah, so blood pressure goes hand in hand. So again, if you change how you breathe, you have a resting, a lower resting heart rate, you will not have high blood pressure. So doctor, uh, whether you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, doctor says, hey, you have a resting heart rate uh, or resting blood pressure of 130, 140 over 90, 100, and it's time to get medicated or some treatments. You gotta get more fit. You gotta get more fit. Gotta get more fit. So it's, Unless it's not, you it's be not med- necessarily, hey, you've been, you've no. been dealt this hand. Mm-mm. It's, oh, your fitness level. it's time to right. get busy. So your fitness level will show up in your blood work, it will show up in your, some of these uh, non-blood tests, they will show up. And then we talk about the range of motion, whether it's the flexibility, the balance, the strength. There's lots of ways to look at your fitness level. Getting in the pool and realizing you can't swim very good. Well, especially if you're holding Brady and making sure he stays Brady, Stay buoyant. He doesn't Brady likes to jump in the pool yeah. a lot. All right, so as we kind of wrap up here, let's talk about some areas that people can evaluate, maybe do some exercise that's different. Like, okay, try to do a push-up, try to do a pull-up. Can you, you, know, can you run? Can you move Well, I think before you do a pull-up, you would be a hang. Can you hang? Can you hang? Can you hang for 30 seconds? Like I was at the jungle gym, mm-hmm. and, and I can do it, but I asked. So I have all my clients uh, come in, and so we don't, you're not worried about doing a pull-up. We're worried about doing a hang. So when I get in, almost all of them, because again, it allows it'll tell me, them about your shoulder. It'll it tell talks them about, their about shoulder, their shoulders Flexibility going. of the Correct. back, mm-hmm. how their so, neck is So they up. get there, and they hang, but they don't hang unsupported. So we start with unsupported because it works on your grip strength, it works on the extension of your spine. And then from there, we just have them go up on their, you know, I, I support them, but now they're on their tiptoes. And then eventually we go to five or 10 seconds, completely unsupported. That's how it all begins. And they're like, oh my gosh, I couldn't even do that, you know, two months ago or one month ago or whatever. That's how it all begins. Same thing with a push up or a squat or whatever it is. So you're kind of looking, okay, strength. Okay, here's some basics: a push up, a pull up, maybe a lunge, maybe a squat. Where are we at in that position? Can you could you do a step up without holding on? And there's a and there's a range Absolutely. of of client that we're talking about today. It could be someone that hasn't done any of these movements Correct. and they're challenging, or does them all the time, but maybe their range of motion, flexibility, balance is not where it could be. Yeah. So again, they do I, a lot of reps, a lot yeah, of weight. I had a guy today, he's super fit but he realized that he needed to probably spend more time working on his balance. Because you showed him some self-awareness. So so he had super strength, so if we said, hey, let's do a squat or let's do a lunge or whatever the weights, but when I added the balance component to him, they're like, ooh, my left side's really good, but my right side's not so good. That's that awareness, and now he realizes, yeah, as I get older, I probably need to work more on that so I have a little more symmetry back and forth. What about cardio? How do you evaluate, how does somebody kind of determine their fitness level from a cardio? Well, one of the things we used to do very quickly is I used to have a flight of stairs and I would have them go up and down the stairs three times. And then um, I walk or jog or- I just have them walk up the stairs. I walk up the stairs, walk down, maybe do walk a talk up, test, one down, talk. walk up, walk down. I didn't have to do anything. They knew right away, like, holy crap, it was like me swimming. Like, <laughs> I need to go, you know, get busy there. Now, then we would do also things, we would monitor their heart rate. This gets a little bit more scientific, but you don't have to do that. Just walk up and down a couple flights of stairs and see how you're doing. Now, again, we get into training specificity, but 
that's the that's the cardio piece. And I like mean, there, saying, there is a lot of technology. I think we there I is. think we there is like the whoop and the yeah the wearables and it tells you all these different metrics. But at the end of the day, it's kind of why I chose this topic right now. We got more data, more information, uh, abundance of all this, but we're not fit. And so we can keep analyzing in the data. It's yeah. time to get busy. Time to get busy. And so that's kind of what- some basic things to start moving your body. Don't overthink it. Yeah. And how about flexibility? I think that's an area where people neglect fitness. You know, Matt, I'm fit. I work out seven days a week. You look at me, blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden, you, you just can, because this is what we do, we see them and they're rounded. Yeah. They got compromised shoulder sure. flexibility, maybe some plantar fasciitis in their foot, their lower back. You know, they can't. Well, you know, you, you know this. I went to see Walt, Walt and I, you know, been lifelong friends. For, but one of the things we talked about is mobility, flexibility, the ankle, the knee, whatever. I wasn't aware of that. You know, I just, I have three screws in my knee from a patella rupture. And you would say to me, where's your limiting factor? Oh, it's my knee. Well, it really wasn't my knee. It was my ankle. But he created that awareness. And then I did some easy restorative stretches. Yeah, you're, I mean, you're very curious. Go to see Tony. You're telling her this. No, nope. Tony says, no, how about your upper back flexibility? Correct. Yeah. So, you know, you need to be able because to... Because sometimes you need someone to give you some Yeah, so it's not a bad thing to get some uh, percentages along the way. That to, to to help people uncover some of these things, there's a lot of professionals out there that can do a great job with that. But really, got to get back to some basics and what do you want and what are you going to do about it. Uh, and then, how about body weight, uh, BMI? You know, what should someone look like? Look for that in those numbers. Well, I think you know when you think about like fitness and you know when, when a person is generally going to be more overweight, like you said, gaining the 29 from COVID they're going to have more stress on their body. Their cardiovascular fitness, it's like putting a 30-pound weight on your back. You're probably not going to function as well, can't move as well. Can't list, breathe as well. Can't breathe as twist, well. Everything's sleep. harder to do. So it kind of all goes back and forth. But what I like to really get people to focus is on the process. What do you really want? I want to get it more fit. If they think fitness first versus weight loss, I got them. Because that, they'll get the weight loss as they get more fit. If they just focus on the weight loss sometimes, people it doesn't make their fitness necessarily better. They might be doing some stupid diet that makes their fitness level or their health even worse. I mean, we see it a lot where dramatic weight loss. Yeah, yeah it doesn't make them more fit. Unfit. I had a guy years ago and he was on some stupid diet <laughs> and I hadn't seen him in a while. What do you think of the diet? Stupid. Good, good diet. So, so he comes to see me and he's lost all this weight and he couldn't help you know, he was telling me all about it. I'm like, you know, it's how like good it is, how, how good great. it is and how much weight. It's just, it's cra- crazy. Telling all the coworkers. Yeah, and he's doing all this stuff. He's super acidic. He's a mess. So I took him over from the baseline of what we did before, and we were doing a modular pull-up. The modular pull-up would assist you going up. Yeah. The guy couldn't do one assisted pull-up, and with he could do- With a full do, weight stack. And with a full, versus before he could do like eight reps. Lost a bunch of weight. Hit him in the head like a ton of bricks. He's lighter. And he can't, he has no strength. Is he fitter? No, he's worse. So he didn't want to hear about it. But to me, he was losing the game of what he was really trying to, which is health and fitness, not weight loss. So he might look better, but he can't do anything. So BMI is just a, it's just a It's an awareness tool. Yeah, weight is. It's a awareness tool. And and if you can connect that. Let's just say you have five metrics. We talked about some of these others, breathing and resting heart rate. And, and your weight, you know, w- w- give or take 
three to five pounds, now you kind of have some things to keep Correct. you in balance. And here's the thing about BMI. It's not even accurate. It's terrible. <laughs> you know, I remember going to see my doctor and he goes, obese. you're borderline obese. I'm like, what are you talking about? You're five foot nine and a quarter. You weigh 175 pounds. You're at 20%. 26 on the beach. Yeah, and then we could we could get into body fat, which is a little little bit but, more accurate, but, you but who just, cares? Yeah, but you just said, just get on the scale, get a belt, look in the mirror, mirror to sunlight. <laughs> Again, things we don't, but these are the things that just keep you aware. But I really like the, the five-pound increment. You know, like get to somewhere where you think you, you feel pretty good. This. You don't have to be super lean or fit or ripped or whatever, but you want to say to yourself, okay, I feel pretty good at this. I need to keep it in that range. But as my fitness level improves, generally the body weight starts to get more in line, and then I'm focusing on fitness, not just with learn, learn it, focus on losing weight. All right, so as we wrap up, and I think we've given one, we've kind of, I hope, motivated and nudged. It's, it's kind of go time, it's for, not, it's including a, it, myself. Yeah, and I we think can't. it's a good conversation to have regularly, and we all need nudges. So people don't think that we don't. We all need to be nudged. But again, the increments, if they're slow, you think about what you want, you think about what activities you enjoy, like you're running the, trying to run the mile, it's kind of exciting again. Maybe I'm getting more, you know, my injuries gets better, now I can kind of a little bit more go. Well, and there's so many layers. I mean, now I'm focusing on flexibility, and so when I do run that gate, how does it feel? Does it feel like I'm the effort? So there's, there's layers on layers on layers if you want it to be in the pursuit. It's not just, it's not just, can I do X amount? And you know, like a pull-up. Right. If we looked at what somebody thought a pull-up is, there's so many different variations. Correct. There's so many pace and frequency and range of motion. And so I think fitness is, is something we should all be a little bit more um, appreciative of because the human body does some amazing things. Like I'm looking out the window right now and as a kid I could climb that tree in probably like 10 seconds. I probably can't climb that tree right now. Well, I think one of the things I love about the Olympics, it brings that back of what's possible. And it's not like hey, I'm going to be like the Olympic. And you're not. I'm never going to be. <laughs> I'm, and I won't be. So the point of it is, but it shows you how incredible the human body is. And sometimes we just don't have to go to that level. But for our own little space, everybody has their own little win. You know, we should push ourselves out of just our a little bit, a little, little bit, a little bit, little bit, and that's the pursuit, and that's what's fun. And I think so. Whether you're doing anything in your life, and you kind of push it a little bit, and you get a little uncomfortable, but when you look back, that's the cool stuff. And I think that's what people get start getting excited about their life, and they create more hope. And that's really the point today is we're trying to create more hope that people want to take more, uh, be more curious, and, and take more. Because when we don't have our health, I think that's the gift COVID gave us, is that when we lose our health, we don't have a whole lot. Yeah, and fitness will add to your health. And if we can just focus on being more fit, um, for me, it's not about any of these numbers. It's really, I don't want any limitations. I, I think we, or every, less. Yeah. Or less limitations. Less I'm limitations. Have limitations. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of limitations. I, I got a whole list of um, them. But I think everybody wants to move. You know, that's one thing I realized when you talk to people. Everybody wants to move in the future that are capable of moving. But are you training your fitness to move at the highest level you're capable? And I think that's what makes life more enjoyable. And we've sure. all seen people that maybe waited a little too long and now they're like, well, I, I want to move. Well, But the human body will try to self-correct. And I think the big point is it's, 
it's really gets back to person, the person. Yeah. So it's not. That's what the pursuit is. It's with you. It's, it's not, not what you like to do, and everyone should. It's do not it. comparing you to the. I'm not comparing myself to the. You know, the Olympic swimmers. I, I'm just looking. I'm like, that's ah, really awesome. You know, it's inspiring. So. I'm just going to take my little bubble and how can I improve you're my little bubble. You're inspired, but you're also aspiring to do it something yourself. Correct. You're not just watching and saying, well, I can't do that. I'm not going to do anything. Well, right. look what they can do. Hey, I'm going to try to see where I can go. And that's the thing. As I get older, I want to be able to do all this stuff with with my you know, my grandkids as they get older. You know, that's and a you, big... And you still want to beat me in golf, which is yeah, <laughs> tough. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank, thanks for everybody I mean, for joining us. We'll keep working on this golf game. But um, yeah, the pursuit of getting more fit is, uh, I think, in everybody's hands. And I, we wanted to bring it to you now versus waiting for the, the new year. So we'll see you next time.